coming up. It's our annual Super Bowl preview. We're looking at the big game, both teams, the halftime show, and more, even a little XFL. Then we get into our annual Super Bowl prop bets. We're placing our wagers on the weirdest aspects of the Super Bowl. Find out where we place them coming up right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 102, recorded February 1st, 2018. Super Bowl Prop Bets 3. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the podcast that can talk about anything and often does. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always uh, by the man on the other end of the phone, Mr. Matt Mariani. Hello there, Sean. Ready to make some losing bets? Uh, well, Matt, you know, <laughs> you know, if you look at our past record, yeah, for me, that's true. I've never won one of these things. <laughs> and so it's yeah. it's upsetting. And I'm like, I went back and I listened to our old episodes, the last two, so I could kind of recap and, and remember what we talked about. And I realized I may not have taken it very seriously in the past. I made a lot of, I think I, I placed a bet that there would be an earthquake during one of the Super Bowls. Um, <laughs> but this year, I'm not fooling around. This year, yeah, this you're year, not pulling any. Not you're just you're going all out this year. Th- this year, I'm in it to win it. it just like the it. two teams playing in the game, I am in it to win it. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, like you said, your, your track record hasn't really spoken uh, very, uh, very well in the past. I'm going for my triple crown as we speak. This is going to be year three. Um, the dynasty, if you will, is about to continue. Well, let's, so, uh, let's remind folks of what's happened in the past. As I said, this is the third time we're doing it. Um, if you didn't hear the last couple episodes, I went back and listened to them. They're still fun to listen to. Um, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't done that before the first one, we did uh, episode number 43. That was Super Bowl 50 back in 2016. Matt, you won that one with a score of four to one. And then last year, uh, we did it as well for Super Bowl 51 back in 2017. That was episode 72, and you won that one 7-4. to four. Uh, So you're 2-0 you're and in the Super Bowl prop bet challenge. Won it by a field goal. You, you did. You did. You soundly beat me um, many, many times. Um, but that's going to change this year. you want to recap? Do you want to recap a couple of uh, your favorite prop bets from the past? Not not necessarily the outcome, but just the the uh, your favorite uh, yeah your favorite bets that we've made. Some yeah, well, of them have been pretty pretty fun, pretty unique. Yeah, well, it's interesting because you can really tell what the Super Bowl was based on the bet. Like you may remember, you and I bet that. Uh, what Cam Newton would do when he scored a touchdown in Super Bowl 50, what dance would he do? Would he hand the ball to a kid in the stand, Matt? The problem is he never scored a single touchdown in that game. That's right, yeah. So we lost that bet. Yeah, that was that was probably my favorite uh, outcome because it was just like not neither of us expected that. Uh, option three, he doesn't score at all. No, um, we, did, we didn't even consider it. No, and I, I remember we had uh, it was uh, what will Bill Belichick be wearing on the sidelines? Yep. And uh, I guess the suit, suit and tie or something like that. Yeah, how did you win that? Is is very confusing to me. I think what it was, I and 
I'm going to pay more attention this year. You got away with betting. I was like, I bet he'll wear the hoodie with the sleeves cut off. And you're like, I'll bet he wears anything else. And like, that's how, like, he could have come naked and you still would have won. So no more of that baloney. That was, that was. I don't know. I I thought I bet he was going to have like a three-piece suit or something. Or or maybe that was what I said originally. And then it it turned into anything but a hoodie. Yes, exactly. Which was a pretty pretty good bet. That's pretty secure. Although. (laughs) This is Belichick we're talking about, so it's probably like 50-50. And, and you, yeah, you be, still want it. Yeah. Um, we always have the Gatorade bet, which I don't think we've successful either of us have successfully picked so far. Well, last year was um, interesting. The trouble is they don't, they don't show it. They usually don't. It's hard to get a shot of it. Well, that and last year, because of all of the excitement, the first ever overtime Super Bowl game, they didn't do the dump last. They didn't do the Gatorade dump last year. Yeah, they didn't do it at so, all. So, you know, we were completely out of that one. Um, Yeah, last year, I we made the mis- I, I almost did it again this year, and then I realized how bad it was. We did a couple bets where it was how many times is something mentioned, how many times is Deflategate mentioned, how many times is Matty Ice mentioned, or how many Peyton Manning commercials there are. Problem is with those, you have to watch the Super Bowl so carefully. It's miserable. Yeah. Oh my God. So no, we're not, not doing those this year. Because <laughs> I learned that yeah. so... You literally can't ever leave the TV for the whole game or you'll miss it. Yeah. It's a big issue. It becomes... Yeah, too. it's too much. It's too much. We're still trying to enjoy the game here. Yes. Now, uh, Matt, I, I do want to talk before we will get into the prop bets. I promise we've got a, a great list here. Um, before we do that, Matt, I want to talk a little bit about the game. Are uh, maybe folks out there don't follow football that closely? Um, I know he, you know, I don't know how sport friendly the up for debate audience is, but of course, the Super Bowl is this coming weekend, February fourth. It is happening at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the Vikings, playing in the game, of course, for the AFC, the New England Patriots, coached by Big Bell. Belichick uh, and quarterback by Tom Brady. And then on the other side, the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles coached by Doug Peterson and quarterback by Nick Foles. Um, Halftime will be performed by Justin Timberlake. The national anthem performed by recording artist pink exclamation point. Uh, Matt, are you excited for the Super Bowl? No. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening. That concludes this episode. (laughs) No, I, if you had picked if somebody had picked from a hat, literally the two teams I would never want to see playing in a Super Bowl against each other, it would be these two teams. <laughs> if somebody were to set up like a Super Bowl from hell, it would be oh, these two stop. teams. Oh, stop. Uh, it's not that bad. Pick, this is literally the worst Super Bowl. This no. Is, this is just, I, the, only good, the only like good positive thing I can say about the two teams playing is that I really, for the first time, I think ever, I truly, truly don't give a crap who wins. <laughs> I truly do not care. This does not matter. Like even even when I normally say I don't care who wins, like I'm I'm still kind of sort of pulling for one of them over the other and being like secretly being like, yeah, it'd be kind of nice if they won. You know, I, mean, I don't really care one way or another, but if they won, it'd be kind of nice. This team. I somehow somehow hope that both of them lose. I know that's not an option. Um, I don't know how that scenario would play out, but no. I mean, it is what it is. I I have to say I'm I'm not a, I'm not a bitter Giants fan. I I would say that the 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 Patriots deserve to be there. They're not. They're, a lot of people say that they cheat and that their coach does nefarious things. 
but I think you got to give them at least some degree of credit. There, there, there's got to be some kind of talent. Either that or all of the NFL is just a giant rigged, like, scripted league, which, which is also entirely possible. I wouldn't well, rule that out at all. No, you might Speaking want to rule that which, out. Just a quick little sidebar. Um, did you hear Sean Jennings? Mm. Did you hear the announcement that was made by Vince McMahon several weeks ago? Oh, boy, man. Now, you may not know this, but I am a big XFL fan. Really? I, well, what I, a time to be alive. You know, Matt, first of all, let me make uh, one thing clear. This will totally really happen for real. Like, he's going to do it. Uh, <laughs> that Let's be clear. I mean, Matt, I know you're probably a New York, New Jersey Hitman fan, I'm assuming. Of course. But from the original <laughs> league. I was more of a Los Angeles extreme guy myself. But, mm-hmm. uh, of course, the, the only team to ever win uh, the XFL Million Dollar Championship game. Yeah, that's and, right. And hoist that trophy. <laughs> um, you laugh. I do know things no, about I, the XFL. I got a Hitman jersey in my in my uh, locker right now, or my closet right now. I'm, I'm just waiting to dig it out, take it out of mothballs. It's been uh, there since 2003. How long ago was the XFL? 2001. I'm going to guess it's... 2001, It's, a, it's of course, their, I'm assuming the jersey is for their star quarterback who was... <laughs> of course, the... Uh, Immortal uh, Tommy Maddox, of course. Yes, Tommy Maddox, right. Yes, who I believe was the league MVP that year. That one I might have to actually look up. The one and only. He was the MVP that year. Yeah. I just, something about a league that, like, they take football and then make it even more unsafe. They basically just flip the, the bird to all the safety regulations. And say like we're gonna we're gonna double down on the concussions and injuries. Um, yeah, that's the league that I wanna that I wanna get behind. I can really get behind that. So yeah, I mean I can't wait. Maybe this time next year we'll be making XFL Super Bowl prop. Bet. Oh lord, uh, yeah, man. I, I can't think of anything more tone deaf than announcing <laughs> a league that's more violent than the NFL. Um, that is mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Uh, no, seriously. But by we, we, God, they, these players, uh, the XFL, they will stand for the national anthem. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, that's what does that say when the two main tenets of your league are we will hurt people and don't even think about protesting? Um, no, that, those are those are bumper stickers right there. It's pretty amazing. You know what's great mm-hmm. is that um, <laughs> I have to track down the name. There's a great book about the history of the XFL that actually we should do that on the show at some point in the future. Okay. Um, I'm all for that because it is a really long bomb. How the XFL became TV's biggest fiasco. It's a really interesting book. Um, and it's a great read about the history of the XFL. Um, I will say the XFL did produce one of my favorite people of all time, Bobby Singh. You've probably never heard of him. Um, he is a guard uh, but he is the only player in the history of planet Earth who in his career won an XFL championship, a Super Bowl, and the Grey Cup, the championship of the Canadian Football League. What an wow. impressive accomplishment. What 
what a resume. It, and no, no, no AFL. I'm assuming he was, he's too young for that, but. Uh, yeah, no, this was, this was far. He won in 99 with the Rams in 01 with the extreme, uh, and then later with one of the Canadian teams. So fantastic. Anyhow, that's, uh, that's, that's a pretty cool fun fact. That's, that's a, see, that's a kind of uh pub trivia question that I like 0.01% of people would be able to answer that. I feel like only Bobby Singh knows that. I feel like nobody else yeah. knows that except for him. That and Wikipedia will tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, we do need to do an episode on the XFL. Mark that down. No, man, I, you know, I'm I'm very bummed to hear you're not excited about the Super Bowl. I'm less excited than last year, but I'm still mildly excited. Um, I think I agree. I think the playoffs. Like, let me ask you this, Matt: of the 12 teams that made the playoffs, what two would you have rather seen go head to head? Who would have been I better? Like my dream matchup. That I would have thought would have been the most entertaining uh, would be Jacksonville versus Jacksonville, Minnesota would have been pretty good. Okay, fair. Yeah, I would. I would have absolutely taken that one. It would have been a real defensive battle. Home, it would have been a home field, you know, situation for the Vikings. They could have been the the, the first, They could have the potential to be the first team ever to win in front of their home crowd in the Super Bowl. No yep. team has ever done that. Yep. Um, that would have been really cool. Uh, and, of course, on the other side, you have Jacksonville, who's never won a Super Bowl. I don't think he's ever been even been in a Super Bowl. Very true. If, if I'm not mistaken. One, so that would have been the, cool. But one, of, um, one of four teams to hand, have never been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was going to say a handful of teams that have never been to the Super Bowl. That would have been exciting, and I would have loved that Super Bowl. But... It's not the one we got, Sean. Instead, we got the uh, world's worst fans, um, and we've got. I don't the, know what team you're talking about when you fans. say that. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to pick two ambiguous statements that you would. So we've got the. I'll say the world's most obnoxious fans. Yep. And the world's most annoying fans. Yep. And I'll let you figure out <laughs> the, the two fan bases there. Yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it's part of. If I had to pick one, like gun to my head, absolutely, like would rather see one win between the two. And and I, I again, I would much rather they both lose. I'd probably go for the Patriots to win, only because right now we're sitting at the Giants are sitting at the at the only uh, the the most recent team in our division to bring home Super Bowl, and that changes if the Eagles win. So. I would, I guess, I would pull for the Patriots on uh, on that one. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. Uh, I would have, mm-hmm. I was really rooting for a Patriots Saints Super Bowl because I would have loved to have seen Drew Brees and Tom Brady going at it. Oh, that would that would have been tremendous. Yeah, that would have been a great that game. Been absolutely incredible, but. Um. um that guy couldn't tackle. He couldn't make the tackle. No, so close. I was rooting for him the whole that game. That rookie guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, let me ask you this, man. Okay, so you're not excited about the game. That's fair. What about the halftime? JT, Justin Timberlake, is back uh, Yeah. 15 That'd years nice. after his uh, uh, wardrobe malfunction snafu. Um, he's He's got all the hits. He's got the moves, Matt. Are you excited for JT? Yes. 
that is something that I think the will be the best part of the of the program. Um, he'll be all right. I'm not I'm not like super excited, but I think it'll be fun. Uh, I think he he puts on a terrific show, and and he's also um, he's also just unbelievably talented. I've had the the privilege of seeing him live, and he is tremendous, tremendous artist. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, it, it, it's going to be like you know, it's going to be extremely tame. And I always, the, the halftime shows that I like are the ones that push the envelope, the ones that like go right up to the line, you know, yep. and then they cause a controversy. It's some, some to talk about around the water cooler the next day, some to talk about at the, around the, the lunch table, whatever. Um, you know, I remember the, uh, the halftime show with Beyonce caused quite a controversy because of uh, um, one of her songs, Formation, I think it was. Yep. Um and referencing the police shootings. And then there was also the uh, controversy with, um, who's the one that flipped off the camera? Oh, that was MIA. MIA, yes, MIA. And then, of course, the whole boob controversy, which was just the dumbest thing ever and most hilarious thing ever. You know, Because I... you realize in any other country besides this one, that would not have been a big deal at all. Well... It's kind of crazy. So, you know, ESPN published a good retrospective article today I was reading, uh, talking to like the producers of the halftime show, kind of just doing a retrospective on it. And you think about it today, I I also read an article today about how the Sci-Fi Channel has officially told all their shows, you can say fuck on TV now. On the Sci-Fi Channel. This isn't HBO, this is Sci-Fi Channel. (laughs) Now, you're limited to 10 an episode, which I think is funny, but... If you think about how far we've come in 15 years, if that happened to, if that happened today, I don't think it would be a big deal at. It's a, it's shock. It's like just in my modern 2018 mind, it's shocking that this was like a national controversy for like a year. Yeah, like you don't even see anything. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's huge, huge. It's so tame. It's so tame. And then for the for the next you know, six or seven years after that, who was all the next decade really was all every Super Bowl act was like a, uh, like a, like a 70 year old man. Are you saying Paul McCartney just, wasn't exciting? You know, Paul McCartney was right after, um, the who the, the, Rolling that, Stones. The uh, yep. And you had Bruce Springsteen, who yep. I think to my, in my mind put together probably the best halftime show in recent memory. It was a good one. Um, and the Who was not bad either. The Who was right behind them. That was also an incredible show. Yep. Yeah, Prince gave a halftime show in the rain. Oh, he was great. Um, yeah, there. I thought Katy Perry did a great halftime show. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. was it was poppy, but I thought she she held her own. Um, Left Shark. See, that Left was shark. another thing. Left Shark. Yeah. Like, did you do you remember anything from last year's halftime show that was? That was like that would left an impression on you. That was like, oh, that like I can't believe that happened. I I, I do remember that she like, uh, she she like uh, rappelled down from the ceiling of of NRG Stadium. That was pretty neat. The actual performance, no, it was like it was pretty mild. All pretty things considered, yeah, pretty unmemorable. There were the drones, the red, white, and blue drones. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it was pretty pretty mild. I, I don't know. No, I want big. I always sp- like the, the just like like that. You're that's a national stage. That's a that's like an opportunity to do something crazy and controversial. And a lot of the times, I feel like they fall short on that. Well, we have a uh, Matt. We have a Facebook comment uh, from John Pedrotti watching us live. Uh, Bruno, he says Bruno Mars was good. I agree. Um, I that he is a, a very natural performer. Um, I'm so sick of Bruno Mars. No, he's so I, sick of him. I like that he kind of shows up for a while and then goes away for a while and then comes back. And yeah, I think he's in an upswing right know. now. I think that he wasn't bad. He's he was definitely a good. He put on a good show, but I don't know. It, it, again, it was nothing. Like, I want to see something crazy happen. That's, sure. that's my only hope is that maybe, you know what I hope for? I hope that Janet Jackson comes back on stage and they reenact the whole boob scandal right there. Well, that you know, Matt, that was going to be one of our prop bets was that Janet Jackson was going to show <laughs> up. So hold your opinions on that until we... Until we, uh, until we get there. not only show up, but then they reenact the entire thing, but then they go, like, three steps further. Like, what? Like, she's just, like, completely topless? Whatever. You can totally use your imagination mm. for that. Mm. Just well, to say that I want them to go even further. Well, not to get, not to get political about it, but it, part of the ESPN story that was interesting pointed out that that episode did absolutely nothing to Justin Timberlake's career, but really pumped the brakes on Janet Jackson's career, which seems extremely unfair. But you know, so be it. Well, the NFL, the NFL formally lifted the ban on him, yeah, performing in the halftime show, but did not lift lift her ban. Yeah. So that's take kind of a shame. That, take from that what you will. Um. Let's see, Matt. Any other any other thoughts on the Super Bowl at large before we get into our uh, our prop bets? Mm, no, I think we can just uh, jump right in. Uh, Bill Belichick, you think he'll be sleeveless or? <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's kind of hard to do to go with the sleeveless in a. Uh, it's Minnesota, but it's a dome, so mm, I think he'll go. I think he'll go with the sleeveless. I think, thank goodness this isn't, so we're not doing, and what I like about these prop bets, by the way, is we don't do the same ones every year. That's one we're not doing this year. But I will say, I learned last year, Bill check dresses up for the Super Bowl. He, I don't think he would wear a cutoff shirt. That That's like a, that's like a home game against the Jets, he does that. But like for the Super Bowl, <laughs> he's going to get legit um, with the outfit. So I, th- I think he'll be a little more formal than that but Matt we have a list here of about a dozen prop bets we're going to go through um I would say what the rules are but there really barely are any uh we're each going to make our pick we're allowed to pick the same thing but then it's just a wash either way uh but if you get a correct one you get a point um I recommend everyone during the Super Bowl at up for debate tv on Twitter we will be live tweeting the results of these bets as the Super Bowl is happening. So you should follow us there and get the updates as it's happening. Uh, And we'll be back next week to formally announce the winner and recap the game and all of the events that followed. Uh, Matt, let's jump into our first bet here. And it is a classic. We've done this one every year and we're going to continue with this year. Uh, It's one of the first things that happens in the game before the game even starts. And that is the coin toss that is the coin toss uh it's 50 50 heads or tails of course they don't use a they use a special super bowl coin usually i think on one side is the super bowl logo and on the other side is the logo of the stadium uh but they still call it heads or tails now matt 
Interestingly enough, you've won this bet the last two years in a row, and both years you picked tails. So I'm going to let you go ahead and go first, Matt. Are you picking heads or tails for this tails, year's Super Bowl? Tails, never fails. I'm going tails. Any any reason why? Just because it's been good to you so far? I, I feel like i got to complete the trifecta. All right. Well, I'm I'm happy to take heads. I don't think it happens three years in a row. So, uh, I'm just writing this down, Matt. Tails. Okay. Well, that's an easy one. We'll see how that one comes out. Uh, next up, Matt, generally in, in terms of the order of things happening, the National Anthem, of course, is a big part of the Super Bowl. A lot of superstars over the years have done an excellent job uh, performing it. This year... The National Anthem will be performed by a multi-platinum recording artist, Pink! Exclamation point. Uh, and the bet this year, National Anthem, how long will it take? And th- and it's funny, because we had... Contra- Do you remember the controversy last year? Um, oh, wasn't it... Uh, was Kelly Clarkson involved? Uh, I, you know, it's funny. I actually don't remember who sang it. Um, oh, no, no, it was, thinking, it was, no, it was two it years ago when Lady Gaga sang... And at the end okay. of the song, she sang Brave yep. twice. And the question was, do they count the second Brave? And they didn't. And so for this year, the official prop bet, and you can make bets, by the way, on all these things we'll be talking about, is that it starts when the first note is sang to when they finish singing Brave once. And it says it specifically. If they sing Brave more than once, they only count the first one. An important okay. distinction. So wait, Ramon, what does that mean? She sung, she said brave twice. So what she was that? like, and the home of the brave, and there was applause, the brave. She like, she sang it twice. Oh, okay. She, she, she like, uh, she repeated okay. it. Um, I gotcha. And yeah. so it, it, they've made it official now. If the artist were to repeat that, it does not count towards it the time. Count. It has to be as soon as that home of the brave, the song is over. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Now, Matt, the question okay. for you. Over or under two minutes? I'll, I'll pick this one first. You have to pick the last one first. I don't know if there's really any strategy to this. Uh, so when this it, is pink? Okay. Yes, the the American national anthem, very important. All right. Not, um, not the Canadian. You say you, did you want to pick first? Yeah, I'll pick first this one because you picked yeah, the coin first. Uh, and I'm going to take mm-hmm. the over. I'm going to take the over two minutes uh, on this one. And my, okay. my my rationale for that is that um, historically it, it usually takes over two minutes. So I, I don't know the exact percentage, but more than half the time it takes over two minutes. So that's that's my yeah, theory. Yeah, I, I also I would have taken the over on that one just because it's pink. Because uh, I don't know. I feel like she would like as much camera time as possible. Sure. Just because she has a concert to promote, she's on tour. Makes a lot of sense to try to get as much camera time as you can. Also, there are a lot of fans that want to see her. They want to see her perform, and uh, she's not going to try to... She's not going to try to blow through it by any means. So I would have taken over, but yeah, I think that's a, that's a pretty safe bet. All I'll right. go with the under. Well, you can, take, you can take the over, Matt. We've done it in the past where we took no. the same thing. No, no, I, I really don't care. You want to take it, take it. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's in the spirit of... Well, we've done it the last the two years, so it, it's exactly in the spirit. But then no one takes the under, then. Then we both lose or we both win? Yeah, but that's okay. As long as we don't do it on all of them, that's fine. 
You you pick what yeah, you want right. to pick. I'm just I'm giving you the out. If you want to pick go, it, I want to go with the over on that. Okay. I think it's going to be over two minutes. Yeah. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um, let's see what order we want to do these in. Let's talk about uh, one other thing that is outside of the game before we get into actual things relating to the game, and that is the president, uh, the the orange man himself. Uh, there is a real prop bet you can bet on on how many times he tweets both during the whole day on Sunday as well as during the actual game. Now, Matt, the Vegas line on this, okay, is five tweets on all of Sunday. You take the over the under. And three and a half tweets during the game itself. So we can decide if we want to do both of those or just one of them. Um, what is a half tweet? What is it? Well, it's just one of those Vegas things where it's like, you know, someone decided that it's a good question. You, that's what you, why you pick more or less. So I guess you, you can't pick a half. I guess that's, that's kind of like insinuating that there will be uh, either three or four, like kind of yes. in between. Yep. Okay. I was, just, I was just making a little, you know, everybody's like, oh, half. Well, you can't have half a person. Like, a little statistics joke there. But a half of a tweet, I guess that'd be uh, 120 characters. Right? There you go. There okay. you go. He's tweeting. Maybe he's so, tweeting on the toilet and drops his phone and doesn't finish it. It's only half a tweet. <laughs> yeah, like mid mid sentence or something. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the Vegas line is five for the entire day, including the Super Bowl, or five for the day before and and after the Super Bowl. Inclusive, all inclusive. So we'll we don't really have to pick okay. both. We can pick one or the other. Um, I'll, I'll right. since you're or, picking or first. We can kind of we can we can have our own we can pick our own number too, right? Sure. So sure. we don't have to go off the Vegas odds. Not at all. Um, however, you want to do it. I think he's going to tweet four. Yeah, four sounds like a good good amount. Now, is that four four all day Sunday or four during the game? Uh, I'll say three during the game. Okay. And. He's going to tweet five for the whole day in total. Okay. No, four for the whole day in total, three for the game okay. itself. No, I'm changing it again. Uh... He's only going to tweet twice during the game. He's going to tweet four times for the day, and that okay. is my final answer. Lock it in. Okay, it is locked in. Um, now, the question is, Matt, Am I? you tell me, am I allowed to pick the over-under on yours, or do I actually have to pick a number? Oh, you have to you have to actually pick it up. <laughs> oh darn! I was really I was really hoping to pass one by <laughs> you. Um, no, I am under. I am overwhelmingly not even. I don't even have to question it. I'm going under. I think this every time we do one of these. How often does something happen? Questions in the Super Bowl. It's always way less than we think. I think like like yeah. last like the other year when we did like how many times is Deflate Gate? We were like five, six, seven times. It's like no, they didn't mention it at all. Uh, so I'm absolutely taking the under. I am going to say that there will be in-game zero tweets um, in-game. And then all day Sunday, I'm going to say one. Wow. I, I really I really don't. And here's why. I'll give you my rationale. Because sure. if, if the only time he tweets 
is when he is bored and watching cable news. Seriously, I mean, it's true. And, and they've kind of proven a little bit that a lot of some of his other tweets, you know, he's not the only one who tweets from that account. So, but when he's actually doing it, it is in the mornings at 5, 6, 7 a.m. When he's, I think during the game, he's going to, I'm sure there'll be a party. He'll be the center of attention. He's not going to be on his phone tweeting unless there's like some big controversial, you know, Justin Timberlake throws up two middle fingers and says, you know, dreamers forever. But <laughs> Well, that's, I, that's exactly what I'm banking on. I, but something. it's Justin Timberlake. Not, he's not so... Not with Justin Timberlake. Not with Justin Timberlake. Definitely not. He's not going to have But then who else, is gonna, who else is going to do it? There's going to be zero controversy with him. The commercial, Sean, I think there's going to be a lot but, of the time, especially since the election, um, commercials have, have kind of taken over as the mouthpiece for, for protests or well, the mouthpiece for political discussion one well, way or another but i'll you challenge you the budweiser the commercial last year with the the immigration reform oh last um, year was bonkers was, with yeah, those with those commercials was like every other commercial was a statement but i'm going to challenge um, you in two ways on that because i don't think you're okay. right and here's why one a lot of companies have already released their super bowl commercials i've seen a few almost none are as overtly political as last year a couple of them lean in that direction it's it's like not even close to last year in terms of the political and on the other side he didn't he didn't tweet during last year's super bowl when all these commercials were happening so i have no reason to think he would this year well i don't know i mean like you said there, there is a pattern to when he tweets and I, I always think he tweets the most when um he tweets the most when when things are stirring in washington and things are happening in on Capitol Hill, he doesn't really tweet very much, um, very much in response to things that aren't directly affecting him. That being said, I think there's a possibility just with the, the amount of tension that is ramped up between him and the NFL, um, you know, with, with, with the whole, the kneeling during the anthem, um, and and all the the other, I mean, he, this is a guy that has tweeted a lot about the NFL specifically this year, um, kind of going after them uh, from his his point of view. So I think he's going to tweet just because people are expecting it, and because I don't think he can help himself. I mean, this is a night when the attention is not going to be all focused on him. The attention is going to be focused on this organization that he hates. And I, I don't think that's going to sit with him. I think he's going to, I think he's going to, I don't think he, it's going to be crazy. It's not going to be uh, trying to start a Twitter war during the Super Bowl, but I don't think he can just let it go that all these people are watching. He's definitely going to tweet more than once. Cause you know, he's going to have a tweet about, about the NFL, and he's going to mention something about their failing numbers or how this is the least watched Super Bowl see, ever. Monday, something like Monday that. morning, Monday morning, he's going to do that. That's the thing. I don't think it's going to be on Sunday, especially not during the game. Monday morning, totally. I'll give that to you, hundred well, percent. I'll give this also to you. He's also very close personal friends with Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft, especially owner of the New England Patriots. So you don't you don't think he'll at least tweet out a. a uh, either congratulations or um, condolences or uh, good luck, something like that. Well, I, I gave him one on Sunday, but we'll see, Matt. We'll, we'll, we'll see. This, I think this may be one of the more interesting bets we'll do tonight. 
um, because of all the theory behind it. Now, uh, before we get to the game, I think the next thing we'll hit here, we'll do the halftime show, and then we'll actually get to the game. Yeah. For the record, I, I, I think you're probably right. I think that this is a constant pattern that we overblow and over magnify a lot of the uh, the happenings. Um, I mean, you saw that with Matty Ice last year. I don't think they said it once. No, but um, Matt also so he'll probably win that one. If anyone's going to surprise us, it's him. So indeed, indeed. So you never know. He's the wild card. He's he the is Trump the wild card. card. Oh boy, so. Jesus Christ! Uh, all right, <laughs> so uh, we've got some some prop bets here on the halftime show. Starting with how will Justin Timberlake enter the arena? This is an actual bet you can place real money on, and it breaks down like this: uh, the odds are zip line two to one, car five to one, motorcycle seven to one, jetpack fifteen to one, dog sled twenty to one, parachute fifty to one, or anything else. Three to one, which is actually somehow worse odds than a zip line. Um, and Matt, this is a bit of a confusing one. Yeah, well, uh, the dog sled made me laugh. I, I, I don't know how that even made the list. It, it like, I, I get his Minnesota, I get it, but I don't know. Uh, you know how fast Tito would be on that mm-hmm. if, they, if he actually came out on a dog sled, so. That would be a, a nightmare with uh, the people for ethical treatment of animals. Yeah, you can't. No, no, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, I like Jetpack personally. Remember when they used to take out ads? They had they had ads. Oh yeah, for a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matt, do you want to um, do you want to do you want to place a bet on how you think JT will I, enter the I arena? Would, I would love to put money on the Jetpack. Believe me. <laughs> But my <laughs> reputation is at stake here. My my records at stake. I'm That's two, true. Two and zero, so I can't be messing around with my bets. Um, I don't. I also don't know how Zipline made it up so high, but I like it. I think I like it enough to maybe consider it. Definitely consider it. My other. I'm really torn between the Zipline. See entrances. Entrances haven't really been much of a thing. Like, it's not like every single... It's not like a a running trend that every Super Bowl artist is going to have... Like, they have to have their own unique entrance. I mean, it's happened a a few times. I'm trying to think back. You had um, Lady Gaga, who kind of... What'd she do? She did like a kind of bungee jump kind of thing. Yeah, she really rappelled down jump. from the ceiling. Rappelled yeah. down, uh, which was pretty unique. Um, you had Katy Perry do something. No. Was it Was it her? I don't remember. What was her entrance? I don't think she's not. I think she had a pretty big... Everybody kind of just like, just they're on the stage all of a sudden. They're yeah. like, they come in from the crowd or something like that. Never really that insane. Timberlake, I could see, depending on the song he opens up with. Zipline would be a pretty cool one. I don't think he's going to do it, though. I'm going to go with he just comes out, like, just kind of appears on the stage. There's there's no big, special, spectacular opening. Okay. You you can bet. I have no problem with that. Appears. Or, so, yeah. Can, if you want to get specific... Back when he performed the, the Super Bowl with NSYNC, 
the Janet Jackson controversy, um, I, I believe they appeared on the stage. They were like under, they got like elevated onto the stage via like a, essentially like a, like a warehouse elevator kind yeah. of thing. If I remember correctly, I think you may try to imitate that. Okay. So you're, so you're going to bet on yeah. rises from the, from the, the stage. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I'll go with that. Okay. That's it's a long, it's a longer shot than appears. I think appears is a little bit more likely, but well, I'll be honest with you, Matt. That's know. what I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick rises from the stage. So were you? You, you scooped me. You scooped me on that I one. Um, <laughs> not great. Yeah, I gotta go with that. Rises from the stage. No, it's a good one. Yeah, just because it would be a nice parallel of uh, what he did uh, the first time. Yeah, um, you know, I it's an interesting list. Um, I agree. Uh, jetpack, dope. Um, dog sled, pretty cool. Motorcycle, uh, very unsafe. Uh, parachute, extremely unsafe. I think I am going to put my money on, and I'm going to steal this. This is what, uh, if you remember, I believe Coldplay did uh, a couple years ago when they did their halftime show. And I'm going to say JT comes out from one of the concourses, one of the field-level concourses at one of the corners of the stadium um, and actually enters enters in at with the, with the crowd on the field um, at crowd level yep. and makes his way to the stage. Mm, okay. So. okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, I was thinking back to Coldplay's opening, actually, when I was – I remember they came out. They kind of started their performance on the field, right, before they even got to the stage. Yeah, they kind of came out they singing. Moved, they moved over to the stage, yeah, like with the with the crowd. Yep. So. Yep, That's, that'll be my bet. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we're going to do the set list in a second, Matt, but I want to give you an opportunity. If you want to place a bet down, uh, we've got two of them. Will NSYNC perform with Justin Timberlake, and will Janet Jackson perform with Justin Timberlake? You can take one, both, or neither. I'm going neither. You're going neither. I'm going neither. It's just going to be JT. It's all about JT. Um, I would like to have them both. Can can we say select members of NSYNC? Well, who would? Why would they have like some maybe, of them and not none? It's know, like, like and Joey maybe, Fatone. Like yeah, exactly. Joey Fatone just shows up. That um, would be very confusing. Hey guys, remember me? Yeah. I don't think any of them. I'm going to say that no, it's just going to be JT. He's become just too big of a, of a thing on his own, too big of a musical phenomenon on his own, um, to the point where, like, it would be great to get the the gang back together, but I don't think they really want to be second fiddle as much as second, third, and fourth fiddle, really. Um as much as we want them on the stage. So yeah, he's, he's also become kind of his own, his own, he's, he's gotten into his own with uh, music. He's got a country album coming out that he's going to want to promote. There's just, there's just not enough time, you know, there's just not enough time in that little, that little 15 minutes that he has for all oh, Here's insane. They're going to come out and we're going to do a couple numbers with them. And I got to make sure I hit my like post sync pop, um, solo phase, like breakout solo artist phase. And I've got my, uh, I'm, I'm a, like a dancing guy now phase. I got all the dance moves that he moved on after that, after the, he's got too many phases now, you know? And I don't think there's enough time to fit them all for, to include in sync. So, and 
sure as hell Janet Jackson is not going to appear because um, I don't think the NFL really wants... I mean, the NFL is already kind of embroiled in enough... They've got enough crap going on. Um, I don't think they want to, you know, reopen old wounds with that uh, controversy. I mean, the, the they're in the public spotlight as it is constantly. Um, being like, hey, remember this huge controversy that we were uh, responsible for? I just don't see it happening. I think the NFL would not would not want it. So I think it's just going to be JT. Uh, interesting. I I agree with Janet Jackson. Zero point zero percent chance that happens. That is that is dead on arrival. Um, not a thing. Uh, but when it comes in, I'm going to take in sync. I'm going to take in sync on this, and here's why. When it comes to, for me, Super Bowl prop bets, it's all about history, historical records. Has these things happened before? And we were all floored when Beyonce brought out Destiny's Child a couple years ago. They said, "There's Beyonce's the biggest star in the world. Why would she dredge that up and bring them out of retirement? And boom, huge moment. I think we've seen the Backstreet Boys get back together. I think... Justin Timberlake, he's older, he's more mature. I think bringing him out for a song or two, they're probably cheap to get for the day. Like, I can't, you know, probably easy to get there um, for a song or two. And I think, you know, a Super Bowl halftime show is about 13, 15 minutes long. I mean, Justin Timberlake has a lot of solo hits, but a lot of his hits were within sync. So I think it makes sense to have them there. I think it makes the show more fun. And I, I think that, I think it is a realistic possibility. I'm, I'm going to take in sync on this one. Wouldn't it be great if um, he appeared with NSYNC, like, on the stage, like, first? Like, not even if they come out and do a couple songs and leave. If, if like, it was NSYNC out there on the stage. And then the, the other people, they're like, the rest of NSYNC can just kind of go away. And just, like, you know, he remains. It would kind of be, like, the story of his career. Yeah, uh, I think... It, it, I mean, like, you know, starting the show is insane. That, that's, that's what it should be. I mean, that's what, especially the last couple of years, it's like an artist's greatest hits. It's sort of, it, it is their discography, more or less. And that's, you know, NSYNC is a big part of his. So I think it would be crazy to to not include them. It would. It would be crazy. I, I don't know what the dynamic is like with all of them. True. I don't know they, True. You know. But the thing the, is... The dynamic may be different from this meets child. I'm but, trying to think... These shows always bring in a guest. They always bring in somebody else. There's no way it's just JT for the whole show. I would be floored. Now, if it's not in sync, it might be somebody else, but um, it would be interesting. He had that song with Madonna. What was the the four minutes there? That was a, a moderate hit for him. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, did. Matt, next up, uh, one of my favorite bets we do. And that is the pick the set list bet, where you and I each choose three songs we think will be performed during the halftime show. Historically, uh, you have done better at this than I have. Uh, last year, we tied. The year before that, you won uh, the Coldplay battle. And so uh, this year, I think we're each going to pick three songs. We'll do it draft style, where I'll pick one, then you'll pick one, then I'll pick one, then you'll pick one. Uh, but to decide who gets first pick... Uh, I've got my D twenty here, Matt, and I'll give you the opportunity. Do you want the uh, the over or the under? You want you want uh, to succeed or fail on your roll? Um, I'm gonna go with succeed. You're gonna go with succeed. That's we'll say that's eleven or higher. 
And I rolled a 13, so you get first pick, Matt. What okay. what what is your first pick for the the Justin Timberlake setlist challenge? Okay, does these have to be in any particular order? Like the the three I choose, does it have to be like he's going to do this one first, or nope. just any three? Any, any he can three, right? he can perform them at any time. All right, so I, I think he's going to close with Mirror. Okay. Um, that's going to be his finale song. It's a, it's a really good good one to close off on. Um. No, it's like your mom you're staring back at me. That's a good good lyric. It was one of his biggest hits. Yep, and it was one of his biggest hits for sure. Um, I think... uh, He's got to do... Oh, don't say another one. Something off. Don't say another one. He's got to do... What? Because I get to pick the next one. We alternate. Oh, I, I thought I picked three. No, well, you you will pick three, but you're going to pick one, then I pick oh, one, then you pick okay. one, then I pick... We do one, one, and one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All I, right. I'm not going to let you get all the good songs. No, no, you're good. Um, and it's great, Matt, because you did not pick my number one pick. So, um, okay. I, I for me, the absolute no-brainer, he will perform this song, has to be Can't Stop the Feeling. Um, it's one of his newest hits. Uh, it was a huge hit. It is an extremely upbeat song, which is you know, going to be a lot of fun. Uh, he may open with it. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take can't stop the feeling. Cause I think that's, that's, that's a, a must play. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what, what's your, what's your next pick? Uh, I was going to say one of his new country songs. He's got to do that. He's, he's there promoting his new album. Sure. So that's a pretty safe one. I, I don't know anything about his new country album, but I would say whatever <laughs> the biggest, the biggest hit is off of that. The biggest single. Well, the the first single was "Filthy." That was the first single that they released. Yeah. Sure, I'll go with that one. Okay. Fair enough. Is that is that a really popular song? I have not heard any of them, to be honest with you. But I don't I don't listen to new music really. So. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I would, I'll go with that one. Just because he's got to he's got to promote it, you know. Business sense to do that. Yep. So, all right. I would agree. Um, all right. My second song, I am going to take uh, probably his most popular um, older song from from uh, 2003. I'm going to take Rock Your Body. <laughs> it's a good one. A personal favorite of mine. Um, Matt, what are you going to do for your for your third and final song? Oh, Rock Your Body is almost a guarantee because he likes the beatbox. And that song features a like a beatbox section. Heck yeah! That I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna tool all over with that one. Um, okay, I'm running out of Justin. My Justin Timberlake knowledge is failing me here. Um, the only songs I can think of now are are, are uh, in sync songs, and I don't want to violate my my previous bet. I want to stand by that and say if they're not showing up. Well, Matt, probably the biggest songs that we haven't chosen and I am not planning to choose, so maybe I'll give you kind of a a rope here, Uh, Cry Me a River, Uh, Sexy Back, Uh, Summer Love. I don't think he's going to do Sexy Back. Suit and Tie. That's not really the the venue for it. Suit and Tie, it's a little tame. That song's a little tame for for the Super Bowl. But then again, they could do like some kind of 
cool costuming with that one. No. And the, and the, the Super Bowl loves their costuming. Yeah, I mean, according to Vegas, the most likely song they say that we haven't picked is Sexy Back, followed by Cry Me a River. I liked Cry Me a River. I thought I was thinking of that one. Okay. You got it. No, 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 no. I don't no. want to go with that one. Okay. Well, I don't want to go change your mind. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm singing it. I'm singing each song in my head and thinking what would make a good Super Bowl song. And mm-hmm. that really doesn't make me a great, like it's not. It, oh, Super Bowl songs are usually filled with energy and excitement. And that song is not, is not really that. Sexy back, I would say, but it's—I don't think it's the right forum for it. I think the, okay. the, the, you know they know he knows that families are watching stuff, and also with the uh, hmm, well, yeah, you do have to—you do have to pick a song. I mean, I named most of the big ones. Like I said, there was four minutes with with Madonna. I'm going to—I'm going to the. Okay. Do you have them? You have them written down in our chat, right? Well, I have some of them. I well, mean, you have, he, you have the Vegas line. His, his I'm just Wiki- kind of reading that. His Wikipedia discography is pretty extensive. If you can get to it while you're doing that, Matt, I'll make my pick, um, which is something I don't Go think you'll pick. So um, I'm not worried about sort of um, over overlapping. Uh, I'm going to go out in left field, Matt. You got to tell me this may violate the rules, so I'm going to leave it up to you. But I'm going to go out in left field. I said, you know, he's got to have a guest. And if it's not in sync, who is it going to be? Well, what is Justin Timberlake known for as of late? And that's his comedy chops, right? He's good good buddies with Jimmy Fallon. And oh, he's done yeah. a lot of work with the Lonely Island guys. I think he oh. will perform one of... See, this is where you got to... If, if I get to cover all three in my bet, he's going to do one of the three songs he did with them, um, which were uh, either Dick in a Box, Mother Lover, or Three Way. Um, and I think he does either one of those or a medley of the three with the guys from Lonely Island. Okay. You can totally make that bet. Okay. Put that in there. Okay. Um, okay. I'm, you know what? I'm going to go with um, what goes around. Did you, do you, did you pick that one? No. What goes around? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick what goes around because I think that that's one that he could sample. He's not gonna sing the probably not the full song, maybe just like a couple of verses and then the chorus, and then he'll move. He'll it's an easy one to transition into a different song, and I think he can he can squeeze that in somewhere sure. because it is it is an important part of his discography. Um, Absolutely. I'm really happy you made the the, uh, the island bet because there is no way that's going to happen, John. You realize <laughs> that, right? There's no way in hell. You're probably that right. Was, but, Matt, I feel there's so... There's no way the NFL is going to allow him to perform It's My Dick in a Box on a stage in front of, like, millions of people. No, it's so not going to happen. Okay, famous last words. I'll replay um, this next week after it happens. Yeah, okay. All right. I feel Fair confident. Enough. I'm shocked you didn't pick see. Sexy back. Yeah, I think there's a huge. Why is that? Because I th- I just think there's such a high, like compared to what goes around. I just think it's way more likely they pay, they pick sexy back. But that's fine. Hey, you know your your picks. Sexy back is easily like it's much more of an exciting song, but I just don't think it's the right venue. No, that's I don't know. I could be could be totally we, wrong. We will see. I think he's going to try to play close to the vest. He's promoting a new album, and he's trying to show that he's the grown up, mature Justin Timberlake. 
and he started he starts singing about being somebody's like sexual slave. I don't know if uh, NFL is gonna take kindly to that. Fair enough. Not that he's scared of the NFL or anything. I'm sure he's not. But um, uh, cool. All right, three songs apiece. Set list. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll see. Uh, Matt, we are. This is easily going to be our longest episode ever. We've been doing this forever. So we're going <laughs> to chug along here to bets surrounding the game itself. Um, I've got a couple in here. Again, these are all real Super Bowl bets. You can, uh, you can, you can make your pick on. Uh, starting with uh, this interesting one, which we haven't done before. Which will be longer, Matt? The longest made field goal or the longest made reception? Yeah, when I was reading this bet, I, I wasn't entirely sure what you meant. Yeah. Do you mean the which which one will be a will cover a longer distance? Yes. The, field, the longest field goal in the game. Yes. Or the longest the reception longest in the reception. game. Okay. Now remember, a field right, a long good. field goal is in your fifty plus range would be considered a very long field goal, um, and that's about the same for a reception. So. All right. Who gets to make this one first? Um, I think you do because I okay. made the song. I did the song pick first. Yeah, I'm, I've got no problem with that. Uh, I am going to say. Um, despite Tom Brady's throwing power, and I think he certainly could, and Nick Foles has got a decent arm on him too, I'm going to take the field goal on this one, specifically because um, the Patriots have a, a, a Hall of Fame caliber kicker, which is saying a lot, because I think there's only like two kickers in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Giskowski, he's fantastic, especially at long distances and in a covered stadium. Uh, and the Eagles have a good kicker whose name I can't remember, but he's also pretty good, so I think... Um, in a tight game, it's going to come down to a few kicks, and I think that there's a decent chance for a long field goal. So I'm going to take the field goal. Hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, gosh, this is this is probably the toughest bet of the night for me. Um, I'm really tempted to agree with you and go with the kicker because yeah, you can. It's it's a. I'll explain my my logic is. You know, you have a great defense in the in the Eagles, one of the best defenses. You have a really great defense in the Patriots too, um, that are capable. I think of capable of uh, of stopping fools a lot. When you have great defenses like that, and you prevent, you know, those kind of long passes from happening, and you stop teams. Um, because both teams have a, have a reasonably good running game at the same time. They can get the ball down the field to, to set up the, those those long kicks. And it's a dome stadium. That's probably the clincher right there. The wind is not a factor. So I think the coaches will be tempted to go for those long kicks in this environment, whereas if it was an open Stadium, they'd be a little bit more hesitant. Yep. But at yep. the same time, Tom Brady is in the game. You know? And if Tom Brady's on the field, like, why wouldn't you just lob it down? Like, why, just go for gold. He, he's been throwing a lot of long... He got Gronk. He's been throwing a lot of long passes recently. Yes. So... I don't think I very much doubt the, the longest reception will be held by Foles. Uh, so it's really between Brady's arm or Philly's defense holding New England to the point where they would try longer field goals. 
And it kind of speaks to the philosophy of, like, do you think it's going to be a high-scoring or low-scoring game? I'll go with the kick. I'll agree with you. I'll say the, okay. kick, is, uh, the kick is going to be the longer one. Fair enough. Okay. Um, let's see here. We've got another bet. Um, we're going to, we'll skip the total touchdowns bet. Um, cause I think that's a little generic, but, uh, but I will say Matt, uh, fan of the show, fan, a uh, friend of ours, Dan Miller suggested a bet on this week's don't panic episode. And I thought it would be fun for us to pick it. Dan is really excited about the opportunity for a shutout. One of the teams ending the game or even half, he said, even halftime with zero points, a true shutout, which, either hasn't happened in the Super Bowl or hasn't happened in a very long time. It's extreme. It just doesn't, I, it may have never happened before. Um, and Dan wanted us to pick, uh, whether or not this will be a shutout Super Bowl, Matt, you get to pick this one first. Will this be a shutout? So are you willing to take the gamble and say, yes, this will be a shutout Super Bowl? Um, I'm wondering if Dan would like to make a side bet with me. Um, Super fan Dan Miller, like a make like a like a side bet with me, um, for actual money. I would love to do that oh, because yeah. I'm so sure that this is not going to be a shutout. Okay, all right. That seems absolute bonkers to me. So, um, oh, for the record, there has never been a shutout Super Bowl. It has never happened. But you know, Matt, last the lowest time. scoring Super Bowl to date. Um, I, I would guess three points. I would guess Super three points. Was between the Miami Dolphins and the Washington Redskins, and it was the 1972 Super Bowl where the Dolphins defeated the Redskins by the score of 14 to seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, but then again, as of last year, there had never been an overtime Super Bowl. So uh, that's true. I, I don't see their I, like these. These are two very good teams. It's not like there's some kind of fluke and one team actually sucks. They're actually both teams are at the point where I I don't see a shutout happening. Like, and I, I agree. Don't. <laughs> I agree completely. I so don't. so um, there's a reason. There's a very good reason you don't see shutouts happening in Super Bowls, and it's because. You know, with the exception of Broncos Seahawks, which I think was just a fantastic, beautiful comedy of errors. Mm-hmm. You know, these the, the teams that that are there deserve to be. There. And even with Broncos Seahawks, remember the hype behind that game? Oh yeah, that was a game for the ages. Also, the only Super Bowl to ever start with a safety. So yeah, that was a weird you game. Know, it was just yeah, it was just a debacle for the Seahawks from, from or for the. Uh, for the Seahawks. From, from like the first minute for the Seahawks, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, no, that one oh gosh. That was the hype around it though. You remember, you know, gunslinging, Peyton Manning, yeah. uh young upstart you know, Russell Wilson, yeah. I mean the, the, young, the Legion yeah, of Boom. The, exactly, Legion of Boom. The, the the Seahawks had the best defense ever, they said. Statistically the best defense ever, and they just absolutely imploded. They looked horrible and I thought oh, it was a an absolute disaster. I think a lot of that had more to do with coaching than anything else. But we'll we'll save that discussion for another time because we're I know we're already running long, but we're running fantastically long. But that's okay. We'll keep chugging along here. 
because uh, we've got uh, one more in-game bet. Um, and this is kind of a weird one, uh, but I thought it was neat. So apparently, Matt, and there were like a, more than a dozen of these where you can say which will be more something that happens in the game versus something that does has nothing to do with the Super Bowl, which is, which is bizarre to me. And I just kind of like this one because I thought it was neat. Matt, which will be more Brady completions in the Super Bowl or Kevin Durant scoring points in the Warriors game against the Nuggets on Saturday. This is a real bet you can put money on. This is weird. Why is this even in here? But they're all or there's what? like there, there's like you know uh, which will be more uh, Jay Ajayi uh, uh, rushing yards or uh, you know three point attempts by you know it's like it's it's so bizarre and there's a bunch of them. Yeah, that's that's a weird one. I I know nothing about the basketball players. I know nothing about the basketball. About I don't know who Kevin Durant is. I don't know how many points he scores. You don't know I don't even Ke- know where the Nuggets play. Are you are you joking? Do you um, actually not know who Kevin Durant is? No. He's I like, do. I've heard I've okay. heard of him. I all know right. he's a very good basketball okay. player. But that's really about all I know about him. Oh Lord. Um yeah. So I, I gosh, what is the bet again? What it is which will be more bet? Tom Brady completions, past completions, or Kevin Durant points in the game against the Nuggets on Saturday. Um, well, see, I don't know. I don't know if the Nuggets are a good team or not. I know nothing next to nothing about the current state of basketball and the NBA. Uh, but the the good news is, Matt, I I think I get to make a bet. Well, I get to pick this one first first. and I'm going to give you a lot of data. That's going to help you make your pick. So, um, I did look into this. It is interesting. Kevin Durant, uh, last year's championship MVP nuggets, not a very good team. Uh, but interestingly enough, he, in his last two games, he didn't break the 20 mark and throughout the season, he's only averaging about 25. Whereas Tom Brady throughout the regular season was averaging between 20 and 30 completions a game. Now, of course, they're playing a pretty strong defense, but even against Buffalo, who had a, a strong defense, Brady had 21 completions against Pittsburgh, 22 Buffalo again, 21. So it's, it's actually a good bet. It's going to be tight. Um, but I am going to go ahead and I think, um, Durant is due for a breakout game. And I think Tom Brady is going to put up between 20 and 25 completions. And I think, uh, Durant will, will top that in points. Okay. I'm going to take the opposite. I'm going to say that Brady puts up more completions. Um, and I'm basing that solely off of the data that you just revealed. Um, I'm just going to take the opposite, I guess the opposite approach and say, uh, Durant is not due for a breakout, and he's going to stay stay shitty. And Fair enough. Brady's going to be trying a lot harder because it's the Super Bowl. Fair enough. Um, so, so I'll go with that. All right. Um, but then again, you may have me because the Eagles' defense looks pretty good. So this is a, but last year against a, a pretty good Atlanta defense, he had like a crazy number of completions. So when it's the Super Bowl, no rules apply. So it's, it, it, it's such a toss up. It's just a, a goofy true. fun. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, let's jump ahead to the end of the game. The Gatorade dump. You mentioned this at the top of the show. We've bet on this one before. Hopefully we'll get a result this year here. Here's how Vegas is breaking it down. Uh, either lime green or yellow Gatorade, they combine them. Uh, nine to four, your best odds. Um, orange Gatorade, five to two. Red, two to one. Clear or water, four to one. Blue, seven to one. Purple, uh, ten to one. Now I will say, we didn't see one last year. Back in 2016, they dumped orange on Gary Kubiak, who won on behalf of the Broncos. Uh, Matt, you get to pick this one first. What do you what What do you think uh, of the Gatorade dump? Ah. <laughs> uh... Um, 
I'm going to go with red this year. Red Gatorade. Any reason why? Um, well, you got the Patriots. See, I, I don't think there, I honestly don't think there is any logic or reasoning behind the color of the Gatorade. It, it just seems to be an absolute random, random selection. I was going to say red. This is the only reason I, I thought red. Well, because the Patriots, number one, um, one of their colors. But number two, uh, it shows up well on TV. Okay. You know, um, That's also fair. just as some kind of some kind of like subtle nod to Trump and the Republican Congress, mm-hmm. I guess, because their their electoral college color is red, and we all know that. That's his uh, his boy there, Belichick and and Kraft. Not that I think they'll they'll think that far into it. If the Eagles win, though, I think the color is going to be clear, clear Gatorade. Mm, okay. I'm changing. I'm changing to clear. Okay, I want it to be right. clear Gatorade. Okay. Just clear, because that's happened in the past, right? I believe it. it has. Well, it's just I think it's just water at that point. But yes, yes, it has. Yeah, I'll go with that. Um, alrighty, I am gonna go. Oh, this is you know it's a real tough one. Um, and I think to be honest, Matt, I think we put more thought into picking colors than the actual <laughs> teams do. I don't think they're yeah. like, well, we're the Patriots, so we should have red or blue gate. You know, it's like, oh, the home teams, the Vikings, they should have the purple gate. You know, it's like I don't think they really think it through that much. So I'm gonna go ahead and for really no reason at all, I'm gonna pick orange. I guess my key thoughts to uh, I will say the first one is that, uh, like your previous slide, I think orange will show up well on TV better than clear. And I think, two, uh, orange is Gatorade's company color. Uh, and they're paying a lot of money to sponsor the NFL and the Super Bowl. And so I think they want to be on brand with the orange Gatorade. Yeah. That's my bet. But it's really, it's who, it's probably whatever they had in the closet yeah. that day that they could just dump into the buckets. I mean, I don't. That is such a weird yeah. one to pick. So hopefully, hopefully one of these years we'll finally get it right. Um, I had hoped that the color had something to do with the team. You would think that one or something. But you would think. I don't know. I, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to it at all. I agree. Uh, now, Matt, we're getting to our final bets here of the night, and this is this is this is the big daddy. We're gonna do we're gonna do the winner, the final score, and the MVP in that order, Matt. Uh, and this is the one that people have been waiting for. You did the colors first, so I guess I'll pick the winner uh, and the final score first, and then we'll we'll do the MVP after that. But, Matt, it, it's... Oh, boy. I am extremely conflicted on picking a winner on this Super Bowl. Um, not because I necessarily think it'll be close, because I don't... I, I think it's going to be less close than some previous Super Bowls Patriots usually play. I, I don't think it'll be crazy close. I just don't know who will be ahead. I just think one of the two will pull ahead. I just don't know who it will be. And it's a bit of a struggle. I think I'm going to... I I give the Eagles more of a chance than I think a lot of people do, but I am going to lean on the safe bet here. I'm going to take the New England Patriots to win Super Bowl 52, which means I just curse them to lose. Um... And I'm going to give them a final score, the game, a final score of of uh, tw- uh, 28 to 24 
in favor of the Pats. Uh, now, Matt, uh, how, what is your prediction for the outcome of the game? Um, yeah, I, I have a... I, too, predict that the New England Patriots will win. Um, my score is going to be a little bit lower. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Um, and I think... My final score, I've got uh, New England 21, no, New England 24, and no, you know what, hmm, let me play this back in my head, let me rewind a little bit. Okay. I'm just kind of playing the whole game. Yeah, out no, no, mind. you're doing some intense calculation. Indeed, I'm, I'm kind of like playing Madden between these two teams, just like a really quick game, kind of seeing who wins. Uh, I got to go with final score: New England, New England twenty-one. Okay. Philadelphia, seventeen. Okay, good, good pick. Yeah, good pick. Mm-hmm. Now, Matt, you might be interested yeah. to know. By the way, speaking of Madden, every year they do a Madden official simulation um, mm-hmm. of the game, and this year, and apparently, with one of the craziest and the article just said it was a crazy ending. <laughs> I didn't read the whole article, so I don't really know what exactly happened. But uh, the final score was a tie, thirty thirty. Whoa. Patriots and what's crazy is Patriots led 24 to 10 in the fourth quarter. Eagles scored 18 unanswered. Patriots complete a 99-yard drive with an 87-yard touchdown in the final minute, and the Eagles block the extra point and returned it the other way to tie the game. Oh my god. So this is not real. realistic in any way. Um and the final Patriots win 36 to 30. Um so I don't see that happening, but at least they think the Patriots will win. So the Patriots win in a, what, an overtime? It, yes, and what, if it were okay. real, would be the most insane football game probably ever Gosh, played. I wish that actually, I, I hope something like that actually happened. I wow. want a boring, I'm, Matt, after last year, I want the most boring Super Bowl. I Last year nearly <laughs> goddamn killed me. And this year I just want, I want, I want even if it's either, I want to, no, because I don't want a team to run up a lead because then you'll just think they'll they'll catch up. So no, I just want like a mild, boring game. Please. Now, Matt, last bet of the night, game MVP. Uh historically we've been terrible at this. Uh last year we both picked um opposing quarterbacks and um uh we were wrong. Um so you get to decide, Matt. Uh, you get to go first. Who will be the MVP of Super Bowl 52? Um, now, the betting markets, uh, they've got Brady Foles up near the top, of course, being the quarterbacks. Gronkowski on the Eagles. Jay Ajayi uh, kind of tossed in with, with, with Blunt and Ertz and some of the other uh, offensive players. Oh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty straightforward here. It's going to be Brady, I think. It's going to be Brady because... I mean, why wouldn't it be? I mean, this is 
This is a lot of people are a lot of whispers are going around. This might be it for him. This might be his, you know, swan song kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't believe any of these whispers, mind you, but um, they are going around that, you know, if he wins this, he wants he might want to just consider going out on top. You know, football is a, a taxing game and takes a toll, physical toll on your body. And who wouldn't want to go out with the record he has with uh, the past five years that, that they've had um, with him at the helm? I mean, I would. I would go out on the top top of my game. So I would say Brady. I'd say they would give it to Brady just because those rumors are starting and there's always the, the, the chance that something like that might happen. It won't happen. It, it almost certainly won't. But... It's got to be Brady for the MVP. Who else are you going to give it to? Well, Matt, I'll tell you who else you'll give it to. Uh, Now, Tom Brady, four-time Super Bowl MVP. Most recently, he's won it the last two Super Bowls they've played uh, and won, including last year's. He was the MVP in both. That's why I don't think he'll get picked again. I think it's too predictable. No one wants to give him a third MVP trophy in four years. I think that is crazy, even if he has a great game. And that is why I am going to say that it will be an offensive, offensive, not offen- offensive player on New England. I'm not sure who it'll be. Uh, it depends on the game plan. If the Eagles can cover Gronkowski well, it won't be him. Um, I think, you know, you look at uh, Amendola and, you you know, they make these crazy catches in the game. Uh, but I am going to give it to, I'm going to say Gronkowski. I think, I think Gronk, who's had uh, an excellent season, who I think, because the defense of the Eagles is so good, they're going to need him. He's really their, like, defense beater character because um, he's just so tall. I think he has a couple big receptions, especially towards the end of the game, um, and I think he's got a he's got a good chance to, to win it. So uh, I'm, I'm going to give it to Gronkowski on this. I don't think it'll be Tom Brady. I think if the Patriots win, unless he does something so, you know, unless he runs it himself 99 yards for a touchdown, I think they're going to give it to someone else. Yeah, but a tight end? Yeah, absolutely. That's a pretty risky bet there. Um, Gronk, uh, the uh, the thing about the Patriots, though, is that while no one wants to give Tom Brady three MVP awards in the past four years, nobody wanted to see the New England Patriots participate in the Super Bowl in the uh, three out of the last four years. But we, but it happened anyway. Yeah, but they didn't vote so, on that. That's the difference. They they, they get to put in a vote uh, on the MVP. They get to say, you yeah. know what, Tom, and there's a good chance Tom won regular season MVP too. They're like, no, we're not. No, not, no, we're not. We're not. I we're don't not, see why not. I don't see not. why not. I think he's, he's kind of the poster child for the NFL at this point. They love him. They can't get enough Tom Brady. Um, why wouldn't they want to give him another trophy? If they can give him a trophy every day for the rest of his life, I think they would. Well, so that's a fair I point. Think it's go to him. I, I really, a, a part of me really wants to go rogue here and, and take away my last two bets and say Foles is going to be the MVP and, and then just swap the, the scores out and, and say that Philly's going to win it by the same score. You can if you want. I'm, I won't stop you. Sure, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, Sean. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Make it happen. Oh I'm shit! Taking, I'm, I'm taking a risk here. You have so been, just to be clear. You've I want you canceled about eight bets tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back on it because I, I don't want. I, God damn it! I don't want the Patriots to win another Super Bowl. I just don't. I don't want it to happen. 
Okay. I'm so sick of them, Sean. So, so I'm you so have sick and tired of the Patriots. So we're clear. You have the Eagles winning 21 to 17 with That's the MVP the of the game being future Hall of Famer and noted NFL Nick superstar Foles. Nicholas Foles. Foles. Yes. And as much as I hate the Eagles and really don't want to see them win, God damn it, I I, I don't want. I just can't. I just All can't right. sit and watch the Patriots win another Super Bowl. I think it makes it more exciting. I think it, I yes. think it's more fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really, I would very much hate the, really the only, the best, the best case scenario is that they cancel the Super Bowl <laughs> and everyone and just not, goes home. None of them play. Um, and so neither of them can win, but I, I, I don't want to see the Eagles bring another trophy to the NFC, uh, NFC North, uh, NFC East. I mean, I, I don't want to see it happen, but you know what? It would be better than seeing Tom Brady and, and the, the Patriots celebrating another Goddamn Super Bowl! They're six. It's been like five years, Sean. It's been like it's we're we're, we're bordering on Yankees territory here. Oh yeah, 1990s Joe Torre Yankees territory. Oh, totally. So, so I'm going Eagles. I'm All going right. Foles the MVP. Dope. Final score, uh, Philadelphia. What do I have? Philadelphia twenty-one. Twenty-one seventeen. Uh, New England seventeen. Yep. I'm locking it in. All right. Well, if you're gonna do that, Matt, then I'm gonna I'm gonna change my bet a little bit. Okay. I still got the Pats. I still got the same score. I'm going to take Brady as MVP. I want to change my score to 20 to 17. Just take that one little point off. Okay. This is going to be yeah. very confusing for the people at home to keep track. <laughs> so so, so final, I have the Philadelphia Eagles winning 20 to 17. Final Nick Foles MVP. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And I have Pats 28-24 with Brady as the MVP. Yeah. For the exact opposite reasons I stated earlier. Indeed. Um, okay. There you go. There you go, Matt. Wait, so what was, what was your spread again? 28-24. I think it'll be a little higher scoring than, than, uh, than you predicted. Okay. All right. Well. And that's it. We've done we'll it. We'll just have to see uh, how it plays out. That's right. This Sunday, be there, be there, be there. Kickoff is at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. As I mentioned, uh, I will be live tweeting the results during the Super Bowl. So like right after that national anthem, I'll let you know how it goes in the halftime show. Um, So hopefully we should actually. I'm just looking at the list of the bets. Short of the Gatorade, if we don't get a clear shot of that, I think all of these we can get the answer to on Sunday. So by Sunday night, we'll be able to tell you one uh so you can check that out at up for debate tv on twitter is the account to follow um and we'll be back next week with the full results and our recap and review of how the super bowl went um who knows maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised and it'll be nice and exciting uh, that will be next thursday here on up for debate at up for debate.tv which is our website and you can go there and get all the episodes and all the information on where to subscribe to the show if you've got feedback up for debate tv at gmail.com is our email address That is going to wrap it up here for this show. Uh, We appreciate you joining us. Hope you had as much fun as we did. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Uh, And thank you for being here. Uh, Enjoy the game, and we'll see you next time for uh, for some, some fun results and good discussion here on Up for Debate.